All right, are you ready? Yeah, ready to go. <clears throat> Folks, we're back. Back again. So much stronger than before. Ready we're to glowing f- now. Finally have a podcast. Finally. I can feel a change inside of my bones. My heart's beating harder. I've Getting finally hair had podcasts where you didn't have hair before. <laughs> yeah. Things are dropping all over the place. Mm. Just sprouting out to. everywhere. Folks, yes, it's true. The last time you heard from us, we were but pod boys, but now we're pod men. When I was a child, I thought like a child. I spoke like a child. I podcasted like a child. Today we are here to put aside these childish things. And that's why our podcast is now sponsored by Beard Oil. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) If if I could go the rest of my life without seeing another fucking Beard Oil commercial. I, I just like to tell all, all of our listeners, like, don't, don't, don't encourage these people. Don't, don't get, don't, don't buy their beard oils oil in your beard. No one How cares. How that's even a job? I don't know. I just, you know what? I went, I went downtown uh, the other day, and someone has painted on the side of one of the buildings. I don't know if it's a business or if they just thought this was a cool thing that. Uh, really represented our city but it just said louisville brews and beards and it (laughs) i really on the one hand i don't want our town to be associated with that but on the other hand i i think i'd rather that it was just someone's misguided attempt at at, uh, branding our town than someone opened a business that specializes in brews and beards Hmm. I, I think I would rather it be an actual business. I, I don't want all of Louisville to be the brew the and beer and beards. town. I mean, we are. We're like one of those manly towns. Not, you know, I don't mind beer. We've both been guilty of going drinking at the axe throwing place. Oh, yes. we. That was a great time, but it was I didn't fun. need a beard or an like even if I'd had a beard, I wouldn't have needed oil in my beard to do so. <laughs> I was in, it's a terrible accident happened down at the axe throwing bar. Andrew's hands were too <laughs> slippery from beard oil, and they got away from him. But I don't know. Like my my opinion. Well is largely irrelevant because I can't grow much of a beard, but anytime I've deluded myself into thinking my facial hair looked good on me and didn't just immediately shave it off, it was out of not being a fancy boy, being the opposite of a fancy boy. It was a, being a lazy boy. Yeah. Not not not, not like a the chair. I didn't not a chaise lounge. Yeah. And, didn't have like some old man reclining me and fart all over my lap, but ah, jeez, Edith, <laughs> this lazy boy can't grow a beard. But I mean, 
facial hair is like, it's like, I don't want to shave it. So I want to make it just nice enough that I don't have to do this chore. And so their, their solution is sell me a product that makes it a chore. I'll, I'll be honest. I can grow a beard. I can grow a hell of a beard. It comes out like a big, uh, like a Babylonian king. This it, it grows as a widening trapezoid. And uh, I've let it get down to my belly before. Back before that sort of thing was associated with guys who, quote, gave a damn. Just I thought it was funny to get real dirty and not bathe or, or cut any of my hair for a year. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you, my beard, oily as hell. Don't need any oil. It's greasy. And also full of dandruff. Do you think that the problem is that they aren't eating enough rotisserie chickens, these guys who are <laughs> That's buying what the... it is. I, I, I think we... that uh, you, you've got to live that that uh, true uh, 15th century monarch lifestyle if you're going to have a 15th century monarch beard. Yeah, you got to have a... Yeah. Just a bunch of game fowl. Always around you, and mutton. Yeah, start start. Honestly, or, anytime you're ordering fowl, start ordering it medium rare. You'll get more of that that beautiful bird oil in that beard of yours. Yeah, yeah. What what are they putting in that beard oil? Frankincense or some shit? <laughs> I guarantee you, it's not as good as just a just a big a big uh, mutton bone, just rolled in cumin. I'll get well, your beard smelling. That's true, but you, you just hit on something that interests me. I don't know where to buy frankincense. And you know that there's a market for that shit. Let's get myrrh in there, too. I, ha- I, hate to, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this is because you are a bachelor. Yes. Ladies like have they, no shortage of uh, access to frankincense. It's a uh, it's a popular essential oil. Oh, what about myrrh? We got some frankincense in the house right now. I put it in a little vaporizer and it just blows a little a little wisp of stink Man, I, into the I air. I got really cover pissed up off at work uh, this week, and and one of my coworkers just like started following me around with a bottle of essential oils, being like, "You need to smell this. You need to smell this." And I was just like. They need to learn how to fucking do their job and stop expecting me to do it for them. I don't need your fucking oil. <laughs> <laughs> just that is an amazing take, though. Like your boss is mad. You just run around them burning sage. <laughs> it probably like, you can't fire helped. me for this. You know? <laughs> this is my religious belief. We, we got to get these demons out of here and then we'll all be we'll be just peachy. Oof, that's a power move. <laughs> do, just do a do an, ex, an impromptu exorcism at work. Ooh, I, when I was in college, I there was an exorcism <laughs> craze for like a week. I went to yeah, a Christian no, yeah, college. You, you said craze? Craze, yeah. Where people, people went exorcism crazy. Okay, so... This 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 was uh, 
It's uh, like the there's... Macarena or, or yeah. Tamagotchi or just one, one day they nobody call- really talked about exorcism. They're calling it Pokemon. <laughs> mm. did, did like uh, what did uh, were you an exerciser or an exercisee? I was an entertained bystander. <laughs> okay. Even at the time, I thought it was a little, a little. Uh, so, so these were for silly sure. These, these were public exorcisms in in Yon Square, where where all the passerby can see them. Mm. Well, I mean, if, if you don't background. let the demon out, we're gonna put you in the stocks and throw rotten fruit at you. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, my school uh, attracted a certain brand of homeschooled weirdo, uh. and. Uh, yeah, somebody showed up and they were it was I would say that the two the two most distinct brands at, at my college was homeschooled weirdo and um like like 19 year old who thinks girls have a penis too. Uh and then the other would be like some kid who was like a very troubled teen who got really keen on jesus their last year of high school and decided to go to a a bible college in the middle of nowhere and who would then like relapse or have a psychotic break halfway through the school year um but yeah so this was uh i think i think maybe a little of, of the former and a little of the latter coming together in a very special way because you know first first couple of weeks of college you know people are excited they're you know meeting new people from other parts of the world and everybody's sitting together and talking and you know just oh we're so excited to be at college and somebody was talking about you know getting serious about things and somebody else was like maybe you maybe you have a demon that's tormenting you and they just were like let's do it and then People were like talking about it. Oh, it was so powerful. Other people started trying it like it was a drug. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have you pause right now because mm-hmm. I have to give you my first podcast idea. Okay. It's called Exercise This. <laughs> <laughs> Just... It's always weird when this happens. <laughs> Oh, and, and and just like that, I believe in God again. <laughs> but it, incredible. Or, or, originally, when I got the idea, I was I was thinking like, uh, you know, like let's uh, the you know mobsters usually uh, have have ways to get around the legal system. Maybe we could offer to exercise their demons from them, and then they would. You know, possibly not uh, do those things anymore. I, I, I know that and analyze this. Uh, having a psychiatrist helped Robert De Niro's mobster character a lot. Let's just get the evil out. Get it out. Yeah. So we just need to find our, our own mob boss. Yeah. But boy, but what think you were about talking different- about like let's 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 just uh, let's cast a wide net. You know, let's use a shotgun on this and. But do as many exorcisms as possible, I think, is a better way to do it. We get more episodes, and you don't have to be a tippy-top criminal. We, we, you, you can be a middly-middling criminal, and we'll, we'll still exercise what demons you have. 
Well, I mean, here's here's the thing that I feel like you pause the story. I think I need to like yeah yeah continue continue. I just... hit, hit resume here. Uh, here's the thing about an exorcism fad. As someone who has been a party, <laughs> a, a, an uh, an observing party to an exorcism fad, uh, <clears throat> one of the ways that you're supposed to be able to tell if somebody has a demon in them is if they resist the exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> so all it takes is for somebody to be like no i'm on my way to class i can't have an exorcism done on me right now uh for it to all descend into madness <laughs> until i'm walking from the cafeteria back to my dorm and i see like a crazed group of individuals like sprinting around a corner and i go into a building and there is a girl hiding behind a trash can shaking and crying because there's a whole mob of people trying to get the demon out of her. Oh. Well, could our Funny story, she actually did have a demon in her. Only demons that that consent to be exercised will be on this podcast. Yeah. It's the ones from the Bible story that wanted to go into the pigs. I don't remember that one. Uh, God damn it. They, they like a pig? They want to be a pig? Oh, What's when wrong we with did these the, demons? When we did the D&D, oh, the Jesus yeah, D&D. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Neither one of you guys knew that the demons go into the pigs in that story. And you just made them Still go into yourself. You know, you know, you and just... now it's been like two weeks and you've already forgotten again. I know. Well, I didn't go to this, Sunday school the the in, during the two intervening weeks, and uh, easy come, <laughs> easy go. You showed up. You're like, wait, he's back, back from where? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah, those those who uh, uh, f- forget history are doomed to repeat it. So I, I probably <laughs> will what? end up a pig demon of some sort. That's why we can we can never have separation of church and state completely because as soon as we do, here come the crucifixions. <laughs> if we if we take prayer out of schools, we're gonna end up with crucifixion in schools again. Oh, that was a mistake. I, I don't everybody remembers that was a mistake, right? The yeah. I, I We've both been a part of a crucifixion fad. Mm. Yeah, sports greatest bloopers. How about the Roman Colosseum? What are you thinking? One of the teams dies. Fifteen-year-old <laughs> can't fight a tiger. How are you gonna you gonna make new jerseys to sell in the gift shop every week? You're gonna oh, run out we, of numbers. We're we're just, just gonna jer- we're we're gonna. Use Velcro on the on the the name plate above the numbers and, and well, no, and I'm talking numbers. about the, selling the merchandise, you know, for the the Christians jerseys. Oh, I, I'm just saying that like you could rip the numbers and the name off and slap a new one on there. So so you would just have to buy new patches and not a whole new jersey. Yes, but what? How will the children? How are we gonna? How will they wear the jersey of their favorite player if their favorite player? Is in uh, the belly of a lion. Well, you know, you, you get a new favorite player. 
I, I mean, I that player that's... was clearly not very good. They don't make them like they used to. They're like Star Wars characters now. They're just around for like 15 minutes. And then they're like, oh, there's a new guy now. He's a fish. Ooh, fish guy? Fish guy. No, did you did you get attached to fish guy? Yeah. Sorry. Now it's a now it's a lizard witch. Oh, even better. <laughs> I I I like change though. Now it's a it's a nerdy but sexy bookworm. Uh Zoe Deschanel esque. Yes. Okay, that's that kind of been done before but i mean next well, week now we'll it's a big it. fat guy with a tail <laughs> yeah it's my favorite <laughs> this is how is this our show just always devolves into me badly describing star wars <laughs> oh well it's it's one of the great uh texts of our time Mm, truly. As, as, I don't know how many times people talked about it with, as Game of Thrones was going off the air. It's like the last piece of monoculture. I think they're still making Star Wars movies, though, which is possibly the biggest and most important piece of monoculture of the past 50 years. Star Wars is duo culture. It's about the light side and the dark side. The people who like the movies and the people who actively hate the movies and keep demanding more movies to hate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I As they p- piss people off more and more, I tend to like them more. Other than the, the most month? recent ones, it was not good. But I mean... Say what you will about those old the George Lucas uh, prequels. At least, at least he tried something, huh? I never thought I'd I'd find myself being like, ah, well, I mean, he had the balls to do something bad. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I think I respect his vision more than I do th- these newer ones. As bad as his vision was, I like, goddamn that he was the only man powerful enough to get a bad vision like that made. If we'd only gotten the three uh, mainline ones, I'd probably agree. But I, I, I liked, uh, I, I weirdly, weirdly like Solo a whole lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, oh no, you know what? And, and I, I liked, uh, I, I, and I'm blanking on the name, but. Uh, the Death Star one. Yeah, what what's that one? Rogue One. Rogue One is maybe like my third favorite Star Wars movie. It's yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. No, you know, no, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. But see, those are the ones where I think they took a, they took more chances. Yeah, they and weren't that, just like we're 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 through with the the obligatory ones. Now they can do whatever they want, <laughs> right? Mm, Hopefully, yeah. I hope so. You know what I'd like to see? Just ER, but with Star Wars creatures. Ooh, that is something that never gets done. Kind of a... Maybe, maybe we like, could do a Law and Order Star Wars, too. I, I'd like to, to see what... Uh, a little bit more in these Star Courts. Star Courts. It's the... It, in, in the 
galactic justice system, there are two there are two two branches of law enforcement. The Jedi's that enforce the law and the Galactic Senate, which defines the law. These are their stories. And then that was supposed to be like the pong pong, but uh, a star sword. Hmm. You call them a star sword. I've, I've, I've star never sword. heard that, that, that's that, that particular nomenclature. Uh, yet you claim that you're an experienced uh, wielder of a star sword? Yes, it's true. I'm a force man. Don't question it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we have on oh. our hands a head eye. Experienced wielder of a star sword. <laughs> a real force eye. man. <laughs> Juan Kenobi. Head eye master. And he does a. He's like Zorro. Yeah. Oof. That's what I want. Fucking, let's put Zorro in Star Wars and everything's solved. Star Waros. That's, yeah. Probably won't happen because uh, Big Beard Oil has no money to make. (laughs) They don't have any money to make in that. Yeah, he's just got that little wisp of a mustache. There's no money there. You gotta, yeah. Start a company that sells swords, and then uh, they can sponsor your Zorro, Zorro in space television program. <laughs> but all right, let's that, uh, probably do a reboot, right? We haven't. When it's been a while, uh, Zorro in space. That's the reboot. Well, I mean, the next Zorro movie, you, you know how we're required every certain amount of years to make a new Tarzan movie, a new Zorro movie. Mm-hmm, the, the, mm-hmm. These uh, characters that did inspire giant franchises long, long ago and just see, you know, like test the market and see like, is it time? Is it time? Nope, nope, it's not. It's, it's not. Mm. Probably throw Sherlock Holmes and... Sherlock Holmes, a, a, a perennial favorite of the. Hey, what, I guess we'll just make another one of these. Adventures, adventure, and people love adventure. That's true. All right, here's I. I got an idea for a podcast. Okay. All right, I wrote down there ought to be a law. Okay. I don't think that. I mean, this was one further back that I never got around to using. But I don't think that I brought it up before. This would be a podcast where we come up with ideas for laws that should exist. You know, you know how you hear people say that there ought to be a law, mm-hmm. and then usually you find out that they're <laughs> a terrible person <laughs> after they say there ought to be a law. Maybe we're taking it back. We're coming up with some good ideas for laws. Okay. Or, we're not lawyers. Mm, okay, we're, so we're we're gonna do the same thing, but make sure that we we are correct and, and and not just like trying to say that there should be a law that this one thing that inconveniences me in particular is uh these are gonna be good laws, 
or should yeah. we take uh when when somebody says there ought to be a law and, and throw it back in their face and prove to them why they're just selfish i think mo- most of the rest of the world is doing that right now okay so that is true. i want to do i i want to just there there, there really slate. ought to be a law <laughs> there i mean yeah this this is we're we're not uh confined by the the little box little box that's your worldview man that you're all trapped inside like lemmings all right we're out here with no laws starting from scratch man and these are our laws number one alligators not allowed to look at my girlfriend anymore (laughs) number two alligators they they gotta hire somebody to floss those teeth boys got bad breath (laughs) All those hunks of meat just rotting in between them chompers. Try to be an alligator dentist to take care of that shit. So there are two laws. One that's a guy who's uh, scared about alligators looking at his girlfriend, but then also (laughs) wants them to stop having bad breath. Well, when I'm getting in their faces, when they're looking at my girlfriend, I don't want to smell that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they when just you have start that from bird scratch, that does it. Right? They they got a bird that just gets in their mouth and and picks out their teeth. And I think that we're we're coming at this from the wrong angle here. We're telling them to floss. This is like us demanding that France start using toilet paper. Like they have a superior system here. We should be adopting their system. I want a bird in my mouth. Okay. So you you think it's fine for the alligators to use like the, the Flintstone system of just enslaving birds to do all their menial requirements? They're the Flintstones of the animal kingdom. It's a living. You, you can't just see that that yeah that that little bird picking out like just rotten fish meat up from between the teeth, just happy to do it. He loves it. Okay, as long as hey, he loves it. <laughs> the Flintstones truly is the uh, greatest example of find something you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life. I do just Everybody... want to like slam my nose. On to I, I want to be somebody's record needle. It would be yeah. <laughs> Have <laughs> what if uh, mm, what if you let's uh, you know uh, you know how th- th- things like uh, the furries. <laughs> what if, let's try and get something going. Let's just start a, a Reddit. For people who uh, get some sort of thrill from being treated like the animals on the Flintstones. Uh, do I have to receive sexual gratification from this or can I is, is it possible for me to just uh, get like the, the big full time? Uh, this is what I was meant to do with my life gratification. Uh, if anyone asks, uh, this isn't sexual, but just okay. between you and me. <laughs> It's sexual. <laughs> yeah, Man. so I, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, 
I'm 38, male, and I'm into uh, vacuum play. That's where you uh, hold me by the feet and you push me on the floor, face my face into the carpet, and I uh, snort. I snort up all the dust and dirt. <laughs> I'm 34, and I'm into garbage disposal play. <laughs> Uh, it's it's where I crouch down as small as I can get underneath the sink, and and uh, you scrape your plate into my mouth when you're when you're done. Uh, no bones, please. Uh, choking hazard. Thank you. Oh, I, I think I think that the world's going to be happy uh, to. Uh, I mean, we're st- we're kind of starting a thing. Like we're kind of making fun of it, but but you kind of have to when 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 you. You realize that that you're a little bit different. It takes strength to say, "Hey, yes, I realize I'm a little bit different, but but I'm starting this community of." And if you're a little bit different too, you can join and you can eat garbage with me under the yeah. sink. Yeah, welcome. And and here here's your here's your punch card. Now uh, <laughs> slam my teeth on it. <laughs> Oh man, it was a huge blow for that 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 particular uh, group of people when Subway did mm. away with their their punch cards. Now it's just a swipe. Ugh, that's the real mark of the beast. Ugh. Imagine if you were a furry though, and they were like, "All right, time to get the mark of the beast." You'd be like, "Hell yeah!" Which beast in particular are we talking about? Do 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 people who who identify as birds or are they also in the the furry camp or is there a feather camp too? There's a feathery camp. Oh, there probably is. I I don't know for sure, but yeah. And it's it's just that tribe from Zelda. <laughs> oh yeah. Just, they're just the in birdlings. That, the most recent game, right? The yeah, that that one traveling uh, songbird that you'd find that guy over. with the accordion who's like, "Let me tell you about Pinocchio," and I'm like, "Go away! I got other stuff to do. I can't be doing your sky race that I never, ever, ever win." I'm sorry. I'm just. Mm. I'm still that, a little okay. mad about those sky okay. races. I I I I'd never even tried. <laughs> it's like you you have fun with that. I'm. I'm going to sky off in the opposite sky direction. Yeah. I'm never coming back. More of a there there's not a lot of sky races. A yeah. lot of ground races. I I'm, I'm very familiar with the ground race whether on foot or on wheel or luge. Yeah, I mean, as far as sky races go, you got the the Zelda one. You got the um, but I, I I've never known of of people actually having a an airplane race before. I guess in, technically, in like Russia and America had a race to the moon. Oh uh, no, that's space race. They already had a name for it. I don't even know how you'd set up a track. It, it would seem like 
I, I guess you would just say you, you, you'd have to have two runways or multiple runways and say, all right, first one to land down in this city wins, wins the great sky race. But as far as I know, they, they usually just uh, have all the planes in the general area, not racing at all and just doing barrel rolls and whatnot. Yeah. It's all, all, it's like anything in the sky sports related is like professional wrestling. Like there's a predetermined outcome or there's no actual competition to it. There's that Red Bull one. The, the flutog where, where they just, (laughs) where they just race into the ocean friend over, (laughs) over a cliff in a wagon. No, there's like an actual, like sky a Red Bull sky race with planes. Okay. And I forget I think there's like a there's like a ring or something that they No, that can't be. I think I'm thinking of Superman 64. <laughs> All right, do you have another idea? I do. Uh give me just a moment. I I think I need to go a little bit up my list cuz I I am also using some of my older ideas here that Um how about my daddy could whip your daddy. And this okay. would be a podcast where, where we would just get, uh, I guess, four guests. And uh, two of them would have fathers, and uh, those fathers would be in the studio, and we, we would just set up the podcast like it was a uh, press conference before a big boxing match. So when you say that two of them would have fathers, you I just mean... mean- we- Father's present. We aren't going to find two orphans as the other two people on the show. I don't know. Maybe we should put one per. We sh- we should get one orphan and one non-orphan, and uh, let let the orphan make up the story of who who their daddy is. Just yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good idea. So it's like a weigh-in for dads. Yeah, I mean it's uh, there. There will be no father fights on the podcast proper, but it would just be, <laughs> no. but it would just be a uh, a thing where where we'd mouth off at each other, or our guests would about you know my dad was a green beret, or uh, you know my dad was uh, friends with Stone Cold Steve Austin in high school, and uh, he he punched him in the face and made him give him his milk money. Now you know. this this has got me thinking. Did you ever know of a real dad fight when you were a kid? Hmm. I can't think of a one. Like dad on dad. Uh, dad violence? on dad. Yes, dad on dad violence. There was always talk of it, but I don't think that I ever actually experienced it. I think that. I probably knew about dads who beat up other dads, but it wasn't, uh, you know, because <laughs> you like their, their, their kid was like, that guy's son's mean to me. <laughs> you need to go beat his dad up. I know. And I don't I'm think just, that was ever it. I don't think that that ever happened, but God, that is a power vacuum that we could fill. Well, you'd have to do, some extra work uh but to just go beat up another dad i guess that what keeps dads in check 
is the fear that even a slight chance of losing that fight, even if you're the instigator and you have the element of surprise and you've been training for this, you've been following this other dad around, like learning his, learning his routines and keeping tabs on him. If you lost that fight, you could never come back from it. That's why, that's why it's such a powerful move. Yeah. Beating I, up another dad. You're more or less saying uh, you're, you're, you're seeding the parentage of your child to this yeah. guy that just beat you in a fight. Yeah. Now your, your child comes and tills the earth behind my house. Hmm. We're, we're going to tear some families apart with this one. I, I I'm starting to, it's entertaining, <laughs> but is it a good thing to do? Oh. Yeah, I oh, I have some misgivings. Also, just the fact that you use the the word whip, I feel like uh, in 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 light of America's uh, less than stellar historical tradition, I don't know if a show where people argue whether someone's dad were allowed to whip another someone's dad. Yeah, it could be misconstrued. I, I think that's uh, yeah, I, I, I can see that. I, maybe it should be my daddy could take your daddy. I, I, I'm yeah. just I'm, I'm using a, a the kind of. Uh, oh, what's a southern way of talking that I grew up with on that? I, I, I definitely had no intention of it being construed that way, but I can see that. <laughs> Uh, I got a, I got another one here. Okay. It's called tab time. Tab time. Tab time. Well, are we talking about America's first diet soda? Are we talking about my favorite key on the keyboard? What, what, what are we doing? This is where we would both uh, just go, go to the, go to the phones, our cell phones. That is. And uh, uh -oh. open up our browser, and then we uh, pick one tab that we have left open on our phone, and we talk about it. Okay, I, I can do that right now. Yeah, because uh, uh, I found I have a tab open where I found out I could watch a uh, superstar. The Karen Carpenter story is a famous short film in which. Uh, Todd Haynes, uh, one of his first short films, tells the story of Karen Carpenter with Barbie dolls. And it's famously unreleased, but I recently was like, I'm going to see if anybody ever leaked that. And they did. And it's there, and I can watch it. And it's a tab on my phone that I've been meaning to look up on my computer so I could watch it properly, not on my phone. Okay. Uh, I have. Um, oh, here's a good one. I got uh, the StockX web page open for. Um, these are Adidas, Adidas uh, slides, like a, like a soccer player wears before he puts like, on his cleats. Like yeah, just like the like the uh, 
just like the you know the slide on the, the slip on sandals you just your regular old slippy sandals yeah good things ones. they don't have that thong that goes down your toe and, and rubs a sore in between your big toe and your second toe but these these are ones that look like the uh Arizona green tea can like they have the same print as the Arizona green tea mhm and uh they they currently they no longer make these and uh, they're uh, more than doubled in value and I and I've just been looking at this and trying to decide whether or not I should buy them for myself or 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 possibly try and talk my children into buying them for me for Father's Day. Both of us had very interesting things to say. Um, do you think that your children would buy the right? Like, would would you have to to <coughs> more or less give them your phone and be like, "That's the one I want," or do yeah. you describe it to them and they would get to the right thing? Yeah, no, I don't think. Uh, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm getting these for Father's Day. What's the best Father's Day present you've gotten? Hmm, 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 hmm. Um, good question. I don't remember. Last year they got me a little a little Hawaiian shirt with koi fish all over it, and they did get me a pair of nice sandals and a whole big bag of fun sized almond joy. Oh, that's a top three candy bar for me. Oh, they also bought me a new mug, but they got me a mug. It was a monogram mug, and it just has a big D on it for dad. (laughs) (laughs) They bought me a mug with a D on it. What's the D stand for to you? Dickulies. Oh, (laughs) man. Have you gotten through all seven trials? <laughs> you cleaned out those staples with your dick only. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Killed the uh, uh, the Nemean lion with your dick. <laughs> That's right. I beat the pussy up. <laughs> mm. Tab time. That's, uh, I'll be honest. That, I, that, that I don't could think be that really good, gonna... and it could be really bad, and it just depends on the day of the week and what what I've left open. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, my, my my choices were the 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 Podtron list for this week, Superstar, the Karen Carpenter story, and CNN.com <laughs> were my only choices. But there, I, I would say normally there's something worth talking about on there most of the time. Yeah. All right, let's go to the let's go let's go to our audience. Okay, we got a we got a submission from the audience. Uh, this this one comes from Laura. Laura writes, "Bird watching pod." Ooh, I like it. Now, uh, I recently. 
well, I guess I should say I it wasn't me. You know what? Just full disclosure, this was a real submission, but it was a submission from my wife. It was just an older one that we hadn't gotten around to. We bought a we got a bird feeder at our house. I've been watching the birds. We got a we got some cardinals, some chickadees. Uh, there's like a black bird with a brown head. It's a cowbird. Cowbird. Watch them. They'll destroy the eggs of the, the, the cardinals and the other birds and lay theirs in their nest. And No shit. Really? That, that's what they do. Oh, those no. Fuckers. There's, seriously, there's like three or four times as many of those fuckers. And now I think I know why. Yep. They, they abuse the system. The bird mm. system. <laughs> well, you know what? I also have a mockingbird that's driving me insane. So maybe I'll just <laughs> let the cowbirds uh, do their do their <laughs> nasty work. The mockingbird, he goes all day and all night. Um, you got any house friends? I don't. I don't think so. They they make these uh bird houses that you that are attached to suction cups and have a clear plastic back so you can suction them to like your kitchen window and wrens Ooh. will will build build their nest in there and you can actually get the inside view of the birdhouse. You can see where the magic happens. Yeah. You can Ooh. some real good uh top quality bird sex happening while you wash the dishes. Yeah, it's a living. <laughs> I'm doing so good at callbacks lately. Mm. I like this idea of a bird watching pod. I, I do. Not- uh, my, my, my dad is a bird watcher, and it's something I've never gotten into, but it, like, it's one of those things that I'm like, as I get older... I, I think I'll be a bird watcher too. I like I, I could imagine in, enjoying that and and it not being like I'm just walking in the woods and this is boring and there's not some sort of input for me to pay attention to. It's like you got to work for it. It's there. That is, you make you know a what? birder list and cross off and and just try 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 to see everyone that's left that we haven't haven't killed off. This is definitely part of the American experience. It's just like we you get to be like an old guy and and you're just like, ha ha, yeah, this is boring. Like you just start to love you you start to like cherish boringness. Because mm-hmm. it's so rare. Like your life is just constantly people yelling and running around and then you just oh boring. All right. Uh, oh, we were. Uh, <clears throat> you want to go to the Podtron? Sure. All right. And of course, as always, for the uninitiated, the Podtron 4500 is our artificial intelligence. We fed it the names of all of the most popular podcasts on the internet. And then it generates a list of similar sounding titles. And uh, I got one here. Okay. Number one hundred and one on this on the list here that Ooh. it's generated. 
Brothy Baby City. <laughs> Brothy Baby City? Brothy Baby City. It's B-R-O-T-H-E. Okay. So I guess it could be Broth or Broth. I'm I, really I just, glad that it's not Brothel Baby City. <laughs> brothel Baby City. Come on down to Brothel Baby City. More babies than allowed by law. <laughs> that was the. I, uh, I don't know. We had that. Both things are despicable. I, I'm, I'm hoping that we aren't making broth out of babies. Hopefully, no, we're making broth for babies. Broth babies. These babies, they love the broth. They make the broth. They don't have any teeth to, you know, chew up a, you know, a, even a morsel. These babies need broth. They just, I mean, listen, they, this is a city of babies. Like the, ba- like the baby boss, they have, a, they have a, their whole economy and it's all based around broth. There's a, everyone, everyone in baby city from the, from the president to, down to the lowliest broth miner. And he's down there in the broth they're, mines. They're, they're eating all of their meals from from a bottle, and uh, broth is the hardiest hardiest meal one can get from a bottle. They've heard they've heard about how they do things over there in Solid City. No <laughs> sounds thanks. Terrible. No. Sounds, sounds like they're asking for gum bruises. People, people of Broth Baby City, listen to me, Mayor Baby Broth Baby. We will never do solid foods. Woo! I have heard about how they do things over there in Solid City. Not for us. (laughs) I agree with the the mere boss baby of uh, Broth Baby City. Yeah. That's why we, we elect him year after year. <laughs> no, we we aren't smart enough to question why why he never moves to Solid City like we all end up doing. Yeah, eventually. Well, and there's been rumors. You get of outcast course. and and you go and wander the wilds, and you I, presumably you end up in Solid City. There's rumors, of course, that Solid City is uh, secretly shipping things. They they always these the truckloads of solid foods going through Milltown and, and Strainerville. Colander Junction. Colander Junction. <laughs> mm. Brothy Baby City. <laughs> I'd live there. It, it would it would take uh, some work to convince them that I was, you know, baby enough to live in the broth baby city. But oh, I'm baby. You're baby. Oh, I'm baby. Okay. Well, maybe I can I can hack it there. 
If I can make it there, I can make it anywhere. <laughs> it's up to you, Broth Baby City. Okay, well, I've got another one. Okay. All right, this one is number 87. The Glenn Ooh. Beck history. <laughs> the Glenn Beck history. So I don't know if this is uh, just uh, us teaching a history class on uh, uh, how Glenn Beck would interpret it, uh, world history or if it's just uh, sort of a, a, a Glenn Beck memoir where, where we see where he's been and how he got where he got. Mm, I, li- I like that idea of like going back, maybe finding some old Glenn Beck material and seeing how it's aged. I I seem to remember <clears throat> there being a brief period there where he was like, uh, a, we, we must stop Donald Trump at all costs. This is our, our American democracy de- demands it of us. And then, uh, <clears throat> wouldn't you know, and he was like, huh, oh, I was wrong. And we... <laughs> <laughs> yeah he he misjudged that one he thought yeah <laughs> he thought he was gonna stick the landing on that one and then it was like you know how lucy on charlie brown would hold the football and tell tell charlie brown that he could kick it mm-hmm. you know i mean like the the democrats are charlie brown in this in this scenario right because they just keep like okay we'll we'll compromise and <laughs> nothing nothing happens um in this scenario glenn beck is kind of like he's charlie brown he's running but then instead of lucy pulling the football away galactus devourer of worlds eats the <laughs> earth out from underneath charlie brown <laughs> That was a do terrible you, metaphor. Do you think that? Uh, <laughs> do you think that there is a uh, a university that would hire Glenn Beck as a history professor? Mm, probably. I mean, I think it would. Ha- some I mean, pretty he's pretty bad colleges. Pu- published enough that uh, I, I'm, I'm just kind of I'm, I'm wondering what. Uh, his uh, people's history of the United States of America would look like his people's. Yeah. 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 If it wasn't a, uh, what's his name? Uh, is it Zin? Is that the guy's name who wrote that book? Zim. Zim or Zin. Harold Zin. I want to say something. Oh, like Harold that. Zin. Invader Zim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Invader Zin had, had written the, <laughs> I mean, it it would be a book not just about that show, but about all of the Nicktoons. They all have yeah. a, a role to play in the. I mean that the, the Glenn Beck book on the on the history, the autobiography of Invader Zim. Is nowhere near as good as the uh, that Mike Huckabee book about the early years of uh, Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> hmm. 
tended to spend uh, spend a few more words than I would have on his mean bean machine. Yeah, but you know, it's a scholar, statesman, mean bean machine. A lot of people don't realize this, but uh, Doctor Robotnik's mean bean machine was a uh, it was like the Jimi Hendrix experience. It was a uh, Euphemism for his penis. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that's that's something you've given me a new experience. I've I've somehow never pictured Dr. Robotnik's penis. He's such a <clears throat> perfect uh just ball. Like, it doesn't seem like there would be anything under that gut because that's where his legs start, the bottom of his gut. Yeah, yeah. And yet here we are, picturing it. Yeah, it's it's really hidden there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Hmm. <laughs> anyway, here's my next idea. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> This, uh, sorry, this isn't mine. This is from the Podtron, and I think that it, it was unfair of me to start to say that it wasn't. Um, <clears throat> this this is just a podcast number eighty five. It's called Hunter Class. Okay. And, Hunter uh, Class. Now I immediately i thought of like this being like a class for hunters when i read it but then what piqued my interest was the idea of it being instead it's a designation of alien oh i can see look look through a these desert. macro binoculars yeah there, there's three of them right over there on that ridge hunter okay. class from the looks of it okay i got you that that's very good. Now, a hunter class alien. They're not <laughs> primarily they, they we, we these are not soldier class. They can absolutely cause a little destruction. Uh you, you don't want to run afoul of a hunter class alien, but well, I mean there's you have the your hunter class, then you have the sentinels. Uh you have Grublings, you have the uh, or- Oracle, the Broodmare, and they all serve their purpose, but this would be a podcast that, that focuses mostly on the Hunter class. Okay. The loneliest class of Alien. And I think I think I managed to not steal anything from Halo, but I might have fucked up. I, mean, I, I can't say. I'm, for I'm definitely thinking about the Predator once again, who the the most famous hunter class alien. Uh, mm. Can we talk about that about that pirate gun? Have we ever talked about the pirate gun? Yeah, from 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 Predator Two, like the <laughs> special gift that the Daffy Predator gives uh, Danny Glover. Yeah, our gift to you with a $78 purchase. This old pirate pistol. Blackbeard. Yeah, he he was the last guy to kill kill one of our guys. 
So you get his gun now. <laughs> Hunter class. Do you think they, they let Danny Glover keep that prop at the end of the movie? Do you think it's hanging on his wall somewhere? I think we've done this exact bit before. This is one of the. I've, I've definitely had this conversation with you. I'm not sure if it's on a podcast. Yeah, or I'm just not sure. Outside of a bar, but <laughs> that gun, it, it it tickles me in a way that few things do. And that would be part of Hunter class. Once you uh, once you finish the class, then we give you a gun. You see, it's both. It's mm-hmm. it's both the descriptive uh, uh, class designation for a race of aliens, and also it's a class that we're teaching about that. We're educating you. Do you think the aliens have to, uh, uh, you know, go through the NRA and uh, get get our our training to uh, legally wield the firearm in our country? Yeah. Well, they don't have to, but they are subject to our laws as long as they're on Earth. Yeah. The predator and and, and, and it, once you get that the hunter's license, you also it's also a fishing license, right? So, so this they, is what hunter class would be. It would be we need to get one of our friends who's a lawyer as the guest on the show, and then we would break down all the crimes that the predator did in Predator and Predator uh, Two. Yeah, Predator Two, because that's the one where he's doing it with the police. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all in Los Angeles. It's yeah, not, it's, not... it's Predator versus LAPD. So we get somebody who's an expert on law to uh, help us figure out all the crimes that the Predator does. <laughs> predator Two, <laughs> what he would be charged with once he's taken into custody by Danny Glover. Yeah, and then we teach him about conservation. Yes. He has to he has to go through eight hours of sensitivity training and uh, learn how to de-escalate a situation <laughs> instead of just shooting Jesse Ventura's arm off with a laser every time he gets gets into a jam. It's we're we're probably going to spend a fair amount of time uh, with those sticks with a nail on the end, and we're going to just pick up uh, trash on the side of the highway. Yeah, and we might we might see some. Uh, chips riding their wheelie bikes around but uh it'd be a good thing for for the hunter class aliens to to learn that this isn't just a a playpen for them where they can make their boom booms wherever they want and throw all their sippy cups down on the ground and make a big old damn mess i'm tired of it strong words (laughs) Uh, right, do you have another one? Yeah, this this is number twenty. It's a uh, Politicos Darket Place. <laughs> I saw this one. Darket Place. Politicos. The Politicos part place. I didn't know exactly where I was going with, but I love Darket Place. Darket Place. It seems like the dark market should have just been the Darket or the Darket Place. This kind of feels to me like it's uh, an alternate reality uh, NPR show that exists in a world where uh, vampires and werewolves are locked in an eternal battle. Yeah. 
But that sounds then and, it's and, just and, like Malcolm Gladwell being like, well, what if werewolves and vampires? What if they weren't different at all? Yeah, but everyone's like, what? no, but they are. Yeah, but what if they weren't? Well, you know, wolfsbane and garlic are from the same family, and and they're both heavily allergic to silver bullets. And <laughs> perhaps what what we once thought needed to be a, a like a class war was two groups that have very similar interests that would be better served if, if, if they work together. <laughs> yeah. It's just the ver- the werewolves and the vampires. They, uh, they team up. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I shouldn't have done that's that. I shouldn't horrifying. give them any ideas. Yeah. This but, is, I mean, yeah, really, Really, like, why are they fighting against each other when there's such a small percentage of the population? Like, it, it, it just it seems to reason that they would, you know, team up against us. Wait, that's it, right? We've done. Yeah, we, we did it again. We've done it All right. again. I, I, I've lost one here. It was in between Broth Baby City and Hunter Class. Glenn Beck was History. Glenn Beck History. I'm sorry. That's okay. It won't win. It won't. I, I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just, just to recap, we have Exercise This. There ought to be a law. My daddy could whip your daddy. Tab time. The bird watching podcast. Brothy baby city. Glenn Beck history. Hunter class and Politico's darkest place. Hmm. I. What, what do you got? What, is there one in particular you like? There's one that uh I uh I'll tell you I like the bird watching one but I also I really like the idea of us watch uh doing hunter class which would be us trying to come up with uh, alternatives uh, nonviolent alternatives or uh some sort of criminal idea some sort of <clears throat> either either prosecuting the predator or creating a program for predators to use nonviolent action to solve their problems. Okay. Well, I, I would just like to say that bo- both of these things require us to be out in nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Either bird whether law it's looking at a cowbird or the predator. The same. Yeah. So I, I think that we should do one of those classic amalgamations. I don't know what the title of it is, but uh, um, I don't know. Shoot. 
but uh, I, I think that a, a combination of those two, and if we get bored, we can always uh, see what, what tabs we have open. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> but uh, so uh, so this is going to be a bird wash, a bird watching slash predator movie podcast. Well, to make a good podcast that that is giving uh, that. With an oh, eye oh, oh. towards uh, hunter class aliens and predator law, one is probably going to spend a lot of time waiting around, and in that time, it's it's the best time to look at birds, look for birds. You know, how about how about this? How does this grab you? Maybe we combine these two, it like we synthesize them into one idea. Uh, this is a podcast where we rank whether certain birds are better or worse than the predator. And then we tell the predator alien what he could learn, what he could improve in his own life from what we know about these birds. And we call it, look to the bird, thou predator. Okay. I'm happy with that. Yes. Excellent. And I still got ants. Ah, there's an ant on my computer. Oh, I'm no. going to have to do something about these ants. If you've got an an ant on your computer, you've got ants in your computer. God, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think little little uh, arcs of electricity are just killing them in there. But uh, yeah, you might you might have to take like an air can to it and like shake all oh, their boy. shake them bodies out. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna be blasting ants all night long. All right, folks. Well, if you want to hear our podcast where we try and teach the predator, uh, you can go to uh, Patreon.com/slash. We don't have a podcast yet. There, you'll find the vault where we have all of our attempts at a podcast that have not worked out. All there for you. There's an extra episode every week on Friday. You can listen to that. Uh, and if you, if you like, if you like the free one, but you don't want to pay for the second one, you know what? Just go to, go to Apple podcasts, give us a five star and leave us a little review. You know what? I haven't looked in a while to see if we have any new reviews. Let's I'm check just that do out. That. And I'll just go ahead and say, uh, even if you aren't, uh, planning on giving us any money there, there are a fair amount of, the premium episodes that are up for free on the Patreon page. So if you want to go and check that out and see what wares we're peddling and whether you think it's worth your your monthly five buckaroos, go for it. There, there's some good stuff out there. I've, most recently, I've, I've, I've forgotten lessons that I learned from uh, the Potion of the Christ, where we uh, play Jesus's Christ, Jesus's life as a Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> Uh, and it looks like no one, no, no new reviews, no new news, no new reviews. So, uh, why don't you, why don't you go change that? If you're a friend or a fan, go on over to the Apple podcast app, the podcast app on your phone or on your computer, leave us a review. Give us a little five star. Oh, but I don't listen to your podcast. Well, then how are you hearing this right now? Asshole. And then I'm going to clip that out and put it as the Instagram post for the week. So (laughs) (laughs) make myself a hypocrite. All right. That's been our show.
Well, that hasn't been our show. So tune in when we eventually do have a show. Regardless of whether this was a show or not, I'm going to give you love and kisses. All right, love and kisses. This is how we, we sign off with those kisses every time. Oh, not that one. That was a kiss out of the side of my mouth. <laughs> Most people use the, the front of their lips to do their kisses. I like to use the little corner thing. Just a, a little fly, a little on the side. All right, uh, good night, everybody. Okay.